Thessalonians. Greetings in the name of Jesus Christ our King. We are so excited for this opportunity to share the Word of God with you through your favorite program, The Moment of Truth. We are at a critical moment in God's plan for humanity, and God is said to do awesome things in and through individuals, families, communities, organizations, nations, continents, and across generations. As we proclaim the Word of God in the following series, you are going to receive illumination and direction, especially those in the Valley of Decision, and hopefully you'll be accurately positioned for the current move of God. So, sit back and relax. Go ahead, call your family and friends, and get ready for a life-changing encounter with the Word of God. As you do, your life will never be the same again. This morning, by the special grace of God, we begin to unveil our goals and strategies 2019 and beyond. Of the four major goals, we will unveil just one today. And you find out why. Because we can't go beyond that. And next Sunday, by the grace of the living God, or at the missionary force vigil, will unveil the vision, the mission, the values, the strategic objectives, the logo of the citadel global community church. And you will understand at a farewell communion service why it's called farewell. The next Sunday, by the grace of the living God, will unveil the three remaining goals and strategies. I see these goals and strategies beyond 2019. We are having a fresh, a new grand norm. and principles and policies that we guide and govern what we do as in our church. And so I appeal to you by the masses of God again today, give me your undivided maximum attention. If you're in the missionary force, if you have questions, I will take them. Then, and when the vision, the values, the mission, everything is presented to the entire church, I will find time to also take questions so that there will be no ambiguity anywhere. Can I hear? Amen. Amen. If you will, this morning, please turn your Bible with me to the book of Isaiah. And write at chapter number 35. The passage that spells out the future glory of Zion. Isaiah chapter 35. I'll read from verse 1 to the end. Isaiah chapter 35, beginning from verse 1 to the end. If you look at the title, it says, The Future Glory of Zion. Say that with me. The future. I want you to participate in this. Say it loud and clear. The future glory. So, if Isaiah said this is the future glory of Zion, he did not partake of it. The people. He prophesied to and also did not partake of it. In Hebrews, the Bible says, because it will not be made perfect without us. 
God having preserved something better for us. So the future glory of Zion. Verse number 1, Isaiah 35, he reads and I quote, The wilderness and the wasteland shall be glad for them, and the desert shall rejoice and blossom as a rose. 1985, I was in my prayer room at Ilupeju, and God showed me an open vision. Right in front of our house, on the flower bed there, I saw an extremely dry tree. Not big, like shrub. Totally dry. No leaves, nothing. And as I kept on looking at it, it started blossoming. I recognized it was a rose plant. And without leaves at all, it blossomed so much that the flower was so rich. And I was attracted to it. And as I drew near to it, God says, that's your life. You are dry today, but you are going to blossom and flourish. That which I received from God, that came from him to me that day, is now yours. It does not matter how dry you are right now. From this day that you are hearing this, you are going to flourish. You are going to blossom. And you will not be able to articulate how you came by it. In the name of Jesus Christ. And when they ask you questions, how did this happen? You'll be able to say, this is not the work of any man. This is the work of God Almighty. Can I hear amen? It shall blossom abundantly and rejoice. Even with joy and singing. The glory of Lebanon, which was not dry, shall be given to it. That is, when you compare the glory of Lebanon with Zion, the glory of Lebanon will pale in significance. The excellence of Carmel and Sharon. They shall see the glory of the Lord, the excellency of our God. What they heard was the glory of Lebanon, the glory of Carmel, the glory of Sharon, but you are going to be carriers of his glory. Uh, You don't understand this. That is, the now church is moving beyond the anointing. Your amen is so weak. You know, if care is not taken, I will leave you here. And I will go there and raise another generation. Because it does not show that you are even prepared at all. You are so, your response is so feeble. I said, the now church is going beyond the anointing. Satan is anointed. But he has no glory. Do you understand me? We are going beyond the realm of the anointing to step into God's glory. We didn't ask for it. Jesus prayed. He said, the glory which I had with you, I've given to them so that they may be what we are and be one with us. For thine is the kingdom, the power. But there's a realm beyond power. It's called the glory. It's not the glory of Carmel. It's not the glory of Sharon. It's not the glory of Lebanon. It's the glory of God Almighty. For he has created us for his glory. And we will manifest that glory on the face of the earth. In the mighty name of Jesus. Let me read a little further. Strengthen the weak hands. That's your own side of it now. Strengthen the weak hand. When you get into, into Hebrews, he said, uh, hang down. Because when you are in worship, you know those who are worshiping and those who are really tired. Strengthen the weak hands and make firm the feeble knees, your prayer life. Say to those who are fearful hearted, be strong. Do not fear. Behold, your God will come with vengeance, with the recompense of God, he will come and save you. I don't care what the trouble you are in today, he has come to save you. You are saved in the name of Jesus. From every shackle, from every trouble, from every chain, 
In Jesus' mighty name, he has saved you. <laughs> then the eyes of the blind shall be opened. I fought you to long or run to long soon. But to Jikilori, a blind man that says, Oh, I can't see you. I was sleeping when you came. I didn't see you. When is I awake? Will he see anything? Some have eyes, but cannot see. Some can see, but have no eyes. We have eyes, and we can see. Glory be to you. Some have eyes, but cannot see. Some can see, but have no eyes. We have eyes, and we can see. Glory be to thee. Blessed are your eyes for the sea. You will operate in superior discernment. God will open your eyes to see those who surround you. Blessed are your ears for you you hear. In the name of Jesus, in the midst of noise and cacophonies of the world, you will hear the voice of the Lord that says, This is the way walk in it. In the mighty name of Jesus. Then the eyes of the blind shall be opened and the ears of the deaf shall be unstopped. Then the lame shall leap like a deer. Maybe you don't know that when I was born, I couldn't walk. They didn't know what it was. So I would use my buttocks to drag myself to anywhere I was going. But about the third age, I got up and started running. And I've not stopped since then. Hallelujah. It didn't happen at a crusade. Mm. No evangelist prayed for me. But known unto God are all his works from eternity. And if he zeroed in on you that he will use you, nothing can stop you. I said, this morning the lame will take the prey. Arochio le dideo asima. Arayo emapa kadara. Arayo emapa kadara. Okay. When I sing it and you join, you blame me for time. Ayelo shelao tilafi kulori. Arayo emapa Oh lo she kan to fi we we je o araye o e ma pa I said in Zion it is the lame that will take the prey Let's read Then the lame shall leap like a deer and the tongue of the dumb sing You do not know I was a very bad torturer to speak a word was very difficult. And so, that began to manifest itself, manifest rage in me. And if you tried to cheat me, and to tewe benu, they want to say it all. And because they can't say it, it will express itself sometimes in rage. But God will open their tongue. I was not alone in this. So was Dr. Lester Somra. So was Ora Roberts. So was Ezekiel. God said, I will tie your tongue until I want you to speak. May he use your tongue for his purpose and his will. Amen. In the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. When Shagwin is angry and is finding it difficult to express himself, I say, Welcome home, son. Like father, like son. Like father, like son. I still stutter. You don't know. 
People don't know. I still do. Annoy me. You'll find out. I say, move. <laughs> if you don't, you may not live to tell your story. But I'm matured now, okay? <laughs> Can I hear amen? Amen. And others too will mature. Amen. You too will mature. Amen. amen. The inside uh, of what do you call them, one who cannot express himself easily, not stutter right now. Um, an introvert. He has a beautiful world inside that he cannot express outside. It gets stuck. But they will open their mouths. Amen. They will sing. Amen. Then the lamb shall leap like a deer and the tongue of the dumb sing. For water shall burst forth. Underline that because this is critical to the now church. For water shall burst forth in the wilderness. Where will water burst forth? I can't hear you. And streams. Streams where? I'm going to camp around this for a while in, as my significant preamble to the message itself. The past ground shall become a pool. The thirsty land springs of water. In the habitation of jackass where each lay, that is, the jackass will not look for food. Where they lay, there shall be grass with reeds and rushes. If God would do that for jackal, how much more you? Monioka o king joka. Onton joka lokanje. I'm not saying incantation, I'm just telling you simple Yoruba. Poem or proverb, uh, the cobra does not look, does not hunt for food. He sleeps a lot. He will stay in one place. When it's time for food, the prey will stray towards it. He will open his mouth, eat. By means of strength, shall no man prevail. Yes, sir. Let me close reading. A highway shall be there, and a road. Somebody say highway. Highway. And a road. And a road. A highway shall be there on a road, and it shall be called the highway of holiness. In the name of Jesus, at the farewell corporate communion, you are going to say bye-bye to a lifestyle of sin. You are going to say goodbye forever to willful disobedience. God is going to set you on the highway of holiness. You'll be separated unto God. And nothing will drag you back into your vomit. A highway shall be there on the road. And it shall be called the highway of holiness. The unclean shall not pass over it. It will be difficult. They can't. The unclean shall not pass over it. But it shall be for others. Whoever walks the road. Although a fool. Shall not go astray. Do you understand? Even if he's foolish, he will not go astray. Because he's on the highway of holiness. Do you understand? That's it. Nothing will limit you. Nothing will inhibit you. Nothing will sidetrack you. In the name of Jesus. No lion shall be there. There's nothing to fear. Your enemy can access the road. <laughs> Nor shall any ravenous beast go up on it. It shall not be found there. But the redeemed shall walk there. And the ransom of the Lord shall return. And come to Zion. With singing. With everlasting joy on their heads. They shall obtain joy. And gladness. And sorrow. And sighing. Shall flee away. Tell your neighbor. The future is here. I can't hear you. Say to your neighbor, the future is here for me. Today is it tomorrow? I spoke about yesterday. 
The future is here for me. In Jesus' mighty name. And the people said, People of God, for the past three Sundays, from the last Sunday of April, and the the next two Sundays in May, we have focused our attention essentially on lessons from church history. The reason is not far-fetched. It is because the past is an anchor to the present and a peep to the future. The past is an anchor to the present and a peep to the future. So if you want to divine the future, you may need to look into the past. And from all we have learned so far from church history, one thing stands out, and that should be clear to every one of us by this time. And what stands out? That any living church that is blessed with visionary leadership can reinvent itself and bounce back again and again despite great persecutions and the attacks of the enemy. I like to repeat that. Any living church that is blessed with visionary leadership can reinvent itself and bounce back again and again despite great persecutions and the attacks of the enemy. People of God, this has been the story of the Lateran Assembly. We have had our ups and downs, but by the special grace of God, we are still a force to reckon with 30 years after. Somebody praise the Lord. Oh, that man, we praise the Lord. Oh, that man, we praise the Lord. For it do that for his wonderful to the children of men, to the children of men. For it do that for his wonderful to the children of men, to the children of seated. People of God, one genetic trait no one can take away from us is our bounce back ability. Can I hear amen? Amen. (laughs) 
Bouncing back is in our DNA. And no one can pin us down in an inglorious spot. Yesterday was the fourth anniversary of the day I slumped in public four years ago. Glory to God. I bounced back. I bounced back. I said, I bounced back. Early in the morning I got a text from Mrs. B thanking God for what happened for years because she was a living witness. She was right there. Thereafter, I got another one from my daughter, Lufisa, that brought tears to my eyes. He said, the enemy would have rejoiced over family. But God did not allow it. Hallelujah. Oh, that man who praised the Lord. <laughs> oh, To the children of men. To the children of men. In 1973, do you understand? 40 yeah. years exact today, that was the day it was dedicated. You think I saw that in 1973? I didn't. So what you have not seen is about to be revealed to you. Amen. Yeah. 
and is about to be given to you. In the name of Jesus Christ. began this ministry with me in 1989. If you became part of this ministry from April 1 to December 31st, 1989, stand to your feet. I want to see you out here again this morning. I need to ask you some questions. Please come. The Ladakh was, yes, you were there. Engineer Luladari, yes, you were there. The uh, Iges, you were there. Pastor Ike, you were there. Mrs. Bakari, you were there. You are there. You are there. Please come. You are there. You are there when we had no toilet. You are there when we had no ceiling, talkless of ceiling fan. You are there when we used candle for Bible study because there was no electricity. You are there when I told you not to eat breakfast before coming because there will be no place to ease yourself until we are able. Ah, Dickness. Omanoba. Ekulede Olawavowo. Sorry, I accept my sympathy. You are there. Now, all of you, tell me the truth. Don't lie. How many of you saw the citadel? Oh. Huh? No. Nobody. Huh? Nobody. You saw the citadel? Listen to me. I will tell you the truth. I didn't see it. I don't tell lies, and I'm not going to challenge that person that he didn't see it because I'm not in charge of what other people who see. God knows how he distributes those things. Not Jim. Assalamu alaikum. I'm like, I didn't see it, sir. But I will tell you the day is coming. I will be sweating like a pig. I said, The day is coming. I will not sweat like this. You'll be hearing, That would take some five minutes in my message. But see where God has brought us. I'm looking toward that day when you will stand with me on the 30th of September on those 30 steps and will say, See what the Lord has done. You may go back to your seat. God bless you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You don't tell, you don't say that leaders lie. But somebody said, Pastor Bakari took all the members of the modern parish that he pioneered away. That's not true. 85 people stood with me and the rest were chased away with curses that people like all of you will have 14 steps, 14 points. You remember them. The best thing that was spoken was that if I do not return quickly, I would die in 1989. And if I do not, if it does not happen, God has not sent him. I'm not about to reply anyone. I'm just saying, brothers and sisters, there's a bounce back ability in our DNA. 
and one genetic trait that is ingrained in that DNA is the ability to reinvent ourselves. I remember standing there at that vigil before lettering began sharing with them the 14 things that have been spoken that will happen to me. They didn't happen because cost costless will not come. I look in the face of my leader. I said, this is the only way I can prove I hear God too. I know what he said to me. And if I die, I die in the cause of obeying him. But I'm still here. Now, I'm not peeling old wounds. You know, I'm not carrying the, the, the misgivings of Egypt into Zion. No. But if I hear one more word from that quarter, I will expose the whole shenanigan that went on then that I kept. One more word. By the grace of God, we reinvented ourselves when we changed our name from Lateran Assembly, the end time church, to the Lateran Assembly, end time church. Now, brothers and sisters, we are about to reinvent ourselves as we change our name officially to the Citadel Global Community Church, previously called the Lateran Assembly. That's not something that's just about to happen. You wait till September, the last Sunday of the month, and the farewell communion, I already have the certificate of incorporation in my hand. <laughs> it's not something that's about to happen. It has happened already. I was tempted to bring it this morning and say, no, show it to leaders first. See, I'm subject to authority. Uh-huh. Mrs. B had seen it. Some of the children saw it when I took it from his pocket and said, the Citadel Global Community Church, previously called the Lottery Assembly. You can't break away from your history, but you can forge your head and reinvent yourself. Can I hear amen? amen. And guess what? We are not only going to bounce back by the grace of God, we are going to reclaim every lost territory, including Joppa. <laughs> Were you here last Sunday? We are taking back every territory stolen or taken by the devil. Everything he has stolen from you will be returned to you sevenfold. In the name of Jesus. Last Sunday I shared with you that whenever God wants to do anything on planet earth, he will look for a person. And then he will determine the place. And then he is in charge, he is the timekeeper. He will fix the period it will happen. And then he will make provision. And when you add the person to the place, you add the place to the period. God's man in God's place, doing God's work in God's way at God's time. We never lack God's provision, God's supply. When you add provision to it, then you see what destiny produces, and people will think, Oh, this just happened last night. No, no, all these key principles are evident in our ministry. I know exactly where I was when God called me into ministry and what I pioneered in May of 1988 has today become a global conglomeration and those who want to take the shine away from us will tell stories from generation to generation that's untrue. 
They didn't even know about the vision. Invited them to come on the fourth day after we had begun. And the leader said, what shall we call this? I said, sir, let's call it the Model Parish of the Redeemed Christian Church. I have no regret that I served in that ministry because I benefited tremendously there too. I have no single regret that I served in deeper life for five years of my life. No regret. Because if anyone taught me systematic delivery of apostolic doctrine and how to deliver the word of God and to rightly divide it, his brother Kumui was a teacher of teachers. Do you understand me? And by the time God brought Pastor Adeboya and I together, faith came alive on the inside of me like never before. And when I scream at the, at the, on the mountain top, you can win by righteousness, I know where it flows from. Thank God for Dr. Lester Somra, who, 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 who began to reshape what I carry on the inside so that he can bless the world. If what we began in 1988 had become a global conglomeration today, here is the word of the Lord concerning us. Come, I show you a bigger river. Which means everything you have seen today, no matter where it's manifesting, will pale in, in, in significance when you compare it to what God is about to do. Yeah. Was a vision of come, I show you a bigger river that led us to Lateran Assembly. Subsequently, the Lord in another vision also uh, spoke to me and said, I'm bringing the kings and the queens of the earth to you. How many of you remember this? These are things I spoke. I'm bringing the kings and the queens of the earth to you. You will not look for them. They will look for you. I'll bring them to your doorstep. With those visions in a row, the Lateran Assembly vision eventually evolved in our fifth year. And the vision is simple. To raise a people of integrity, purpose, excellence, and power with passion for and addiction for God's kingdom. Brothers and sisters, this vision, by God's grace, has now been accomplished within the last 30 years. God has raised phenomenal people through this ministry. Some of them will meet in eternity, in heaven. Others are doing exploits. I was at one of my daughter's 40th birthday. Uh, uh, Pimo, uh, Pastor Maria Shumakinde, turned 40. And we were in our house for breakfast to pray with them. And after the breakfast, a young lady came to me. She said, sir, it's the first time I had the opportunity of telling you. I was six years old. When you came to Kaduna to preach. And God showed me the vision of Christ. I gave my life to Christ that day. And I've not gone back since then. Yeah. I was six years old. I thought that was it. I said, wow. God bless you. Then the other one said. Pastor Dele said, oh. This lady had been wanting to see you. I said, okay. What can I do for you, ma? He said, nothing. I just want to share with you what God used to do in my life. I said, go on. She said, I was young, I had you preach, I gave my life to Christ, but my parents were pagans. They would not allow me to go to any church. And so the moment of truth became my church every Sunday. I locked myself in and received from you, and I began to live on that word and to grow. And then I went to university, Port Harcourt, and my parents were also in Port Harcourt. And you came to the University of Port Harcourt, to do an outreach there. I sneak because my parents must never catch me. I sneak to go hear you again. But I couldn't meet you. I did not know that my parents pursued God to that place. Not me. They, they, they came there. And while you were speaking, they too gave their lives to God. The people raised by this ministry are not those who congregate here every Sunday alone. <laughs> all across the world, all across the nation, everywhere. People, I mean, it was uh, Chiva Dedui who called me recently at a party. He said, come, 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 come. 
I said, yes sir, yes sir. I was wondering, he said, Pastor Ali, this man, he was pointing to Chief Razak Okoya, so this man will call me at 4.30 p.m. every day, every Sunday. He said, oh yeah, 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 are you near? You must gather your family. Our pastor is about to speak again. Ancient word, ever true, changing me and changing within the past 30 years to raise a people of integrity, purpose, excellence and power with passion for Jesus and addiction for God's kingdom. Now the people raised must be deployed to go do what they have been equipped to do. As such, having fulfilled Within the last 30 years, the vision of the lottery in assembly, we now need a new vision that can drive the next phase of our evolution that is required now. Why? Because Yoruba say, in the past three Sundays or so, even before then, I've been comparing and sharing with you the difference between the old, the new, and the now. And that's a good place to start so that when we articulate the new vision, it will resonate in your spirit. This is what we are all about. The 30 years previous is preparation time. Now we are about to de- be deployed. To fulfill the mandate that God has given us. Isaiah chapter 43 verse 16 to 21. And you see the connection between this chapter and chapter 35 that we chose as central text. Isaiah 43 verse 16 to 21. It reads and I quote. Thus says the Lord... Who makes a way in the sea and a path through the mighty waters? What did he do? You know, the mighty waters are the same as the sea. He made a way in the sea and a path through the mighty waters. Who brings forth the chariot and horse? The army and the power, they shall lie down together, they shall not rise. They are extinguished, they are quenched like a weak. So may I humbly submit to you that the reason God created the Red Sea is to destroy Pharaoh's army. That when Moses tried to kill one Egyptian, God said, you're not a smart dude. I'm sending you to the backside of the desert to raise you and train you for another 40 years. How many of them would you kill before they kill you? 
Where are the graves and the burial spots you bury all of them? I have in eternity past arranged their burial ceremony. I will kill them all in one day and bury them same day and there will be no smelling. No cremation, no embalmment. Most of well, Okay, okay, okay. That's enough. They lay me, they lay me, they lay me. Oh, show you, Leo, they lay me. About any day, they lay me. Alright. Do not remember the former things. Don't go and encamp around what I did at the Red Sea. Because that's a child's play compared to what I'm about to do. Do not remember the former things, nor consider the things of old. Behold, I will do what? Okay. Now it shall spring forth. Shall you not know it? I will even make a road. Where did he make a road? No, no, no. In the old. He made a road in the sea. He said, I'm doing a new thing. It's going to spring forth now. I'm going to make a road in the wilderness and rivers. I can't hear you. You know, when I said to you humbly that where we are going is an unfamiliar territory. We've not been there before in the spirit. So give me time and be patient. It will so end now. Thank you for your patience. We will resume normal services from June, but there's no way I could rush this because I'm about to show you something there that I never told you till now. In Genesis chapter 1, the whole earth was a bundle of water. The earth was void without form. And darkness was upon the face of the deep. And God said, let there be light. And there was light. The light was not sent from heaven into the midst of darkness. It shone out of darkness. Satan thought he had everywhere covered. Until light began to shine in the midst of darkness. And darkness could not comprehend it. What happened? What happened? You are becoming a miracle, a sign, and a wonder to your generation. The next thing God created after that was to create a firmament. To separate the waters above from the waters beneath. Are you following me? Yes, I want you to be alert. Are you following me? Yes, he separated the waters from above from the waters beneath. And then about the fifth day. No, no, no. Third day. Not fifth day. Third day. On the third day. He commanded the waters to gather together. And he called them. That gathering of waters the sea and commanded dry ground to come out of the bundle of water and he called it the earth. The morning and the evening and the morning were third day. So the dry ground came out of the sea. Say dry ground. Dry ground. I can't hear you. Dry ground. Now when you see the sea that's the old thing he did. He's saying through Isaiah, I created a road in the sea for my children to pass through and I drowned their enemies there. But then he created man in his own image and after his own likeness. And in chapter 2 of Genesis, the Lord God formed man out of the dust of the earth and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life and man became a living soul. At this time before he was formed, the Bible says he had not reigned on the earth, but a mist came out of the earth to water the entire 
face of the ground, dry ground, a mist. That's where you got your fountains from. The idea of fountain, Tinumbo, Jonro, Jonro, Latinule. And that was a song in 1960 when the Chinumbu fountain was launched because they have not seen a rain coming from the ground. No, it happened in the Bible days. Mist came from the ground to water the whole surface of the ground. But God knows man cannot live on the mist. So he did a new thing. What was the new thing? He planted a garden eastward of Eden and caused trees to grow for food. But man will need water also. So he planted a river in the garden that parted into four river heads. He did not take water from the sea to do the river. Please pay attention. Yes, sir. Because you, you are about to see a militant church rise. Amen. That will send terror to every terrorist. Amen. That will cause them to tremble and to shake. That's not going to backtrack. It's going to launch forward and scatter every every synagogue and every citadel of the enemy. The river parted into four river heads. Why four? Because four is the number of the earth. Do you understand me? Four is east, west, north, and south. It's going to encompass the whole earth. So that man will have food and will have water. What is the old that God did? The sea. What is the new that he did thereafter? The river. And now he says something else is going to spring forth. I'm not going to take water from the sea. I'm not going to take water from the river and the garden. I'm going to the desert. To cause streams to flow. Dry ground. Do you understand me? It's part of the earth, but it's not part of the garden, and it's not part of the sea. I'm not taking, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to beat my record. Isaiah 43 verse 16. Thus says the Lord who makes a way in the sea, right? And a path through the mighty waters. Okay? Now come with me to Isaiah the one we just read. 43. Now let's read verse 18. Verse 18. Do not remember the former things. What are the former things? The sea. The river. Do not remember the former things. I'm not going to borrow anything from the sea. I'm not taking anything from the river. Because I'm creating a new people who have not been created. Amen. A new people are about to come. Do you understand me? You think that's blasphemy? Read your Bible. A people who are yet to be created. It's in black and white in your Bible. Because if any man be in Christ, it's a new creation. Do not remember the former things, nor consider the things of old. Behold, I will do a new thing. Now it shall spring forth. Shall you not know it? I will even make a road. Where did he make a road before? In the sea. I'm going to make a road in the wilderness. And rivers, no one that parted into four, her river head. I'm going to make rivers. He's talking about somebody else. He's talking about new creation. Because out of your innermost being shall flow the rivers of living waters. It does not matter how dry you are. It does not matter how, how much you lack. When that river begins to flow on the inside of you, it's going to show you gold for things of gold. Silver for things of silver. In the name of Jesus Christ. Let me read. Behold, I will do a new thing. Now it shall spring forth. Shall you not know it? I will even make a road in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. For what purpose? The beasts of the field will honor me. The jackals and the ostriches because I give waters in the wilderness and rivers in the desert to do what? To give drink to my people, my chosen. These people I have formed for myself. They shall declare my praise. Are those people inside the house this morning? Somebody praise the Lord. If you compare scripture with scripture, you know 
certainly that this water does not take its source from the sea, but is going to flow into the sea. It does not take its source from the river in Eden, but is going to encompass the entire planet. Do you understand me? This river flows from the sanctuary. Thanks so much for listening. We have to end it here today. But it's been a real joy to come into your homes to unveil the truth of God's word. This message will continue in a subsequent episode. I pray that the truth you have embraced will not only set you free, but it will empower you to impact your environment positively as God's representative in your sphere of influence. Till we meet again on this platform, remain sandwiched between the peace of God and the God of peace. God bless you richly. Bye for now.